The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Singing the song of a tzaddik is one of the most powerful ways we can connect ourselves to the essence, to the neshama of that tzaddik. Amongst the many gifts Mordechai ben David has given us over the years is that song, a connection to one of the greatest tzaddikim of our generation, the Ribnitzer Rebbe. My brother-in-law, who was famous chazan Ari Klein, met the Rebbe at a chasana. He sang at the chuppah and the Rebbe was Masalik Yudushin, and he was blown away by uh, just his presence and the way he looks and the way he sounded. Then he says to me, you got to come see this tzaddik. I said, okay, let's go. So on a Matzah Shabbos, I met him and I fell in love, with, fell in love at first sight, as they say. The Rebbe was electrifying. He was so simple and so humble and so holy. He smiled to everyone and he was always good word for everyone. And I fell in love with him. I stayed that night until seven o'clock in the morning. I came home, I remember not sleeping all night and I, I just couldn't fall asleep. It was like I was, I was hypnotized. He started hanging out more and more by the Rebbe and after a couple of months, an opportunity opened itself and he became the official Gabai of the Ribnitzer Rebbe. The Ribnitzer Rebbe is known as a miracle worker. He was a modern day Baal Shem Tov. But more incredible than the miracles that the Rebbe performed was his Avodas Hashem, his Mesiris Nefesh. His minimum mikvahs a day was twice a day, once before Tikhatzois and once before Shachris. And when I say mikvah, mikvah means not just like we know a nice hot mikvah, you jump in the mikvah and you toil and you get out, you take a shower. Most of the people do that today. No, it was completely different. First of all, his Avodah in the mikvah was very, very intense. He would toil and toil and toil and toil. Back in Russia, there was a river called the Nyesta River. He had a little axe, make a hole, and jump into Toivl in the ice water every day, twice a day. Once at night, and once before Shachris. The Mendel Futterfast, the famous Mashpia in Chabad, once told the story of Fabreng. He was very close with the Ribnitzer. Whenever he had a chance, he would pop in to say hello. So he once arrived in the middle of the winter, and the Rebbe said, Oh, the Mendel, perfect timing. Megate and Vosser, we're going down to the to Toivl. So the Rebbe lives on top of the mountain, on the hill, and he went all the way down, made a hole in the ice, and he said, no, Mendel, Atvila. So Mendel said, <laughs> it's a little uh, out of my league. The Rebbe said, the Balshemtov promised that one Tvila will never hurt. He said, I had no choice. I jumped into the water and I thought I'm going to die. And he said, when he came out, it was even colder because it was wet now and there was a freezing out there. The Rebbe was very, very, very smooth, very fast. He got undressed quickly within seconds. He was in the water. And Mendel said he counted 310 Tvilas, shy Tvilas, Apikabola, shy Tvilas, a very beginning, big matri, carry. And uh, he's tabled 310 times. He came out, he said his body was like bluish. He got dressed very fast. He said he ran up the hill so fast that he couldn't chase him. When he got to the top of the hill, a shiksa walked by, turned around, went back down, and did another 310 Tvilas. Tikkun Chatzos was another incredible avoda. By the Ribnitzer Rebbe. He would sit every single night with sack ve'efer, with a sack, sackcloth over his head and tied to his body, with torn clothing and ashes from the matzah bakery. He put a handful of tefillin, and uh, he would sit on the floor with, without shoes and socks, mamish like a oval, like someone who cries by a levaya, for hours and hours and then, uh, sometimes between four and six hours a night. The only time people would see this havoida was on Tishabov. He would come into the Bissamedrish with a relatively new kapota, walk over to the Ronkoidish with a knife, a sharp knife. Tear Kriya, Bishemu Malchis, Borachato Hashem, Malkein, Melochon, Dino Emes, and tear it. He would sit down on the floor, put the sack over his head, and tie it to his waist without his shoes, without his socks, and they had a box full of ashes, and it was spread all over him. 
and he will start crying, Eicha, whoever was Zaycha to see this will never in their life forget this. Matcha told me how he was once with the Rebbe in a car in Israel. Knowing how much the Rebbe invests in mourning over the Beis HaMikdash, Matcha pressured the Rebbe to go to the Kosel. As we were entering Yushalayim, I said, the Rebbe, we're going to the Kosel Marovi, would you like to come with us? He said, no, do you know, do you know what I had there? I said, what happened? What happened? So he told me that the last time he was there, the cipher of the Kaisel, his name was Ryakov Klein, Oliver Sholem. He used to take care of the Sifra Torah, which were inside. He took him in Mul Kodesh HaKadoshim. The Rebbe tells me, he went Mul Kodesh HaKadoshim, and three pillars of fire shot out of the wall. He said, I ran for my life, I'm scared to go back there. But I still wanted to see his reaction at the Kaisel. Agabe is Agabe. So I pressured him, and uh, he agreed to come. But he came out of the car, he did not look up once. He looked down the entire time. His face was flaming fire. And he didn't go all the way to the Kaisel. He said, after, after a few minutes, after a few steps, getting like towards the Kaisel, he said to me, please take me away from me. I can't be here. It's too much. So I asked him to please bench me. I put my head down, put his holy hands on my head, and he benched me by the Kaisel Morovi, and we left. On the way back, I said to him, Rebbe, would you ever want to do Tikkun Chatzois here by the Kaisel Morovi? He said, I would never live through it. The Rebbe didn't eat the entire week. He only ate breakfast at 11 o'clock at night. After he davened Meirev, after he saw people, that's when he sat down for a little bit of a bite to eat. He fasted most of his life. When we understand the incredible Mesir Nefesh and the sacrifice of the Rebbe and his Avodah Hashem, it's no wonder how the Rebbe was able to perform such miracles. There was a young couple, an American couple, who came to the Rebbe with a little baby, six-month-old baby on their arms. This little girl was born blind, and they went to all the doctors in the world. They went to the Boston Eye Institute, and they tried everything, and the doctors told them, accept it. That's what it is. Nothing we can do. And the Rebbe didn't take his eyes off the baby the entire time. When I finished telling the Rebbe what they just said, he goes like this, he says, Ah, Beis this kid zayt, this kid sees. They asked me, what did the rabbi say? I said, I'll tell you what the rabbi said, but don't ask any questions. Just say, Amen, and go. So I said, the rabbi said that this kid sees. So they said, but, but. I said, don't say but. Say, Amen, and leave. So they listened to me. They left. Fast forward a couple of years. I'm sitting in my car, and this lady knocks at my window. She says, I am the mother of that child that came to the rabbi, and the rabbi told me that this baby sees. I said, no, tachos. What's the story? She says, absolutely. From that day on, she's absolutely 100% normal. She sees, she goes to school regular, not even glasses. The Rebbe was in Florida once, and Mordechai and David was with him. And there was a fellow who came to ask a bracha for his son and daughter-in-law, who didn't have children for almost 10 years. And he asked Mordechai and David if he can go into the room, into the private chambers of the Rebbe, and give him a kvittal, ask for a bracha. And Mordechai and David said, no problem. Ten minutes later, the guy left. I walk into the room and the Rebbe says, Why did you let him in? And I panicked. Like I said, first, it's the first time he ever screamed at me. And I didn't understand, like, what happened? What's, I said, Rebbe, what happened? He said, he, at Mechazon's the kitchen, he pressured me so hard that I had to promise him. So I started laughing because I figured whatever the, whatever the story was, that's it. If he had to promise him, it's, it's a done deal. He gets up from his seat and he says, come here. Goes up to the Ahmed. And he takes the kvittel that his rov gave him. His siddur was on the, on the omni was davening, sticks it into the siddur without, without looking, just puts it into the siddur, grabs the siddur, and he says to me, he turns around to me and says, you're my witness. Ich bin goizer, he says, Ehert, you're my witness. I got the goosebumps. Hamamashi got the chills when he said that. Because I was sure that this is signed, sealed, and delivered. 
he opened up the Siddur to see where he put the Kvittel in. And it came out to Kiddush Levona, and the first line on top in the Rabbi Yaakov Emden Siddur, whoever has a Rabbi Yaakov Emden Siddur can check it out. The end of the first line says, Ashe b'mamoroi boro. With his word, he created. Nine months later, they had a baby girl, and they didn't have another child for 17 years. 17 years later, they had another child. The Rebbe insisted on being buried in Muncie, New York. He didn't want his body to be taken to Eretz Yisrael because he wanted people to have the opportunity to come and connect with him at his kever. But one of the most powerful ways we have available to us through which we can connect ourselves to the Rebbe and to other tzaddikim is through their songs. The Rebbe would sing this song periodically, especially when it was his Rebbe's yard site. That middle tenue, which is... The Rebbe would sing this this tenure at uh, special occasions at his Rebbe's your site. He was a Talmud of the Stefanester, who was a Rishon Einikel. He was a son of the Rishon's son. He would mamish with gewaldige, gewaldige dveikis. He would sing this song and mamish sometimes he would tears were coming out of his eyes. That's the way the Ribnitz Rebbe would connect himself to the past, to his Rebbe, who connected himself to his Rebbe through the power of song. And this is the gift that Mordechai ben David has given the world. This connection, this portal, that we can connect ourselves to this great tzaddik, the Ribnitz Rebbe. <laughs> Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.